everyone. Welcome to the... Uh, a number. A number. A certain episode of A Game at Dinner. I think it's the fifth episode? Is that... Must be. I think it's the fifth. Episode 04. Episode 04. So yeah, the fifth episode. I think, I think. right? No, no, we have three... Yeah, we have zero, and then zero one, and zero then zero two. two up on the podcast, and we recorded zero three, and, <laughs> and so then zero, four. zero five or zero four. So this is zero five. Why did we do this to ourselves? <laughs> so this is the sixth episode. I it's didn't we? <laughs> oh god! When did we talk about the dwemer? <laughs> it was the last episode. Oh, this is episode zero four then. Yeah. Or yeah. So it'd be yeah. the fifth episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm sure people are like, wow, these guys, these guys really know what they're doing here. They don't even <laughs> so did this. Well, that means we'll have, uh, let's see, we'll have two episodes to put up then. Yeah, I should have put up the last one already, but I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> well, we're busy with our lives and stuff, so. Not me. Clearly. Considering you put in your two weeks, bastard. Whatever. Whatever. Living the thug life, triple OG. <laughs> <laughs> so today, um, <clears throat> we're actually going to talk about um, immersion, like what immersion is in a game. Uh, what is game breaking, or what should be considered game breaking? Yeah. Because um, it's, I got kind of inspired from a post I, I read. It was just it said game breaking. This and is I, a really, like, popular topic, too, on the Morrowind yeah. subreddit. So, like, when you really go on there and you really look at it, it's like, seriously, every single one of the posts is either, like, how do I get into this game as a beginner, which is why we started this podcast, yeah. or uh, or the second one is, you know, like, how do I get immersed in this game, or, or I don't know, just a lot of immersion talk. It, it would be a lot, yeah, or people, a lot of it is... I'm a beginner, I don't know how to get into it, or I encountered this game-breaking bug, and then you go read the comments, and there's people saying, well, that's not game-breaking, it's part of the game, blah, blah, or like, and you know, people start bitching about it, and they don't Is really... it game-breaking if it's part of the game? Oh, uh, yeah. Blah, blah, so blah, 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 blah. This guy, it's his first character, his name's Meet Sim 1, um, <laughs> and if you go to the, the Morrowind subreddit and just type in game-breaking, you should see his post. I posted there, um... My name's Lee Para. I post under uh, the name of a game at dinner underscore air, which is literally like the name of our podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what he was talking about was how he did the uh, murder in Vivek quest. So at some point in Vivek, if you talk to enough people, someone will bring up to you, "Hey, there's this. There's these." string of mysterious murders and they don't appear to be it's basically like jack the ripper yeah they don't appear to be aimed at the outlanders just the outlanders or people that are foreigners it, it appears to be aimed at just fucking random people so when the ordinators finally get attacked they decide oh it's now an issue yeah uh, of course <laughs> and so the, one of the ordinator guards i think he's like i don't know if he's the leader of the guards i can't remember what his name is but you end up getting sent to him you talk to that guy and when all is said and done and you complete the quest, um, he says, hey, I've got this armor for you. Um, just don't wear it in Vivek. And I, I can't quite, I haven't done it yet. I'm going to go through it again on this character I have. But I'm pretty sure he tells you not to wear it and talk to any ordinator. doesn't matter where they are. Um, 
but I'm not 100% sure about that, but he does tell you don't wear this armor in Vivek. So this guy, who's new to the game, I think he's around level 20 or something, he's done quite a bit of th stuff in the game, <clears throat> he ends up going to Nissus, and he talks to an ordinator while wearing this armor, <laughs> which immediately puts him on the hate list, and the uh, he thinks it's bullshit in the end. Because now he can't go fucking anywhere without ordinators just going ape shit. And Which, so, wait, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say to me, it just seems like common sense. Like, don't fucking wear it in a town in general. Yeah. Or if you see an ordinator, it doesn't matter where they are. I mean, just don't talk to them. Yeah. But if you're taking what that guy said very literally, then technically a sentence only applies to Vivek. So. I understand that. I understand where you're coming from with that, but at the same time, what Rhett said, you know, take it with some common sense. Like, you don't want to go fucking talk to another ordinator fucking anywhere. Anyone wearing that armor, you don't want to talk to him. This is episode 05. Is it? We talked about the Dwemer. Then we talked about that dude's uh, Reddit post. Oh, shit! <laughs> so it's episode six. I have three episodes to post episodes. <laughs> <laughs> How did I forget about these? Dude, I, whatever. Whatever. Happens. They'll get posted. <laughs> um, fuck. But anyway, so I, I see where he's coming from, and at the same time I see how it's kind of silly that you would think only the ordinators in Vivek would hold that, that sense of uh, aggression towards you, considering, like, an ordinator is an ordinator. You know, there aren't specific ordinators for Nissus. Ordinators work for Omsidi. They're, they they enforce the temple laws. So yeah. wherever you go, if there's a temple, there's going to be a few ordinators. So yeah. You don't want to talk to them, you know, if you're wearing that armor. Um, And so at first I disagreed. I was like, well, you're just kind of whining, you know, like, whatever. This happens. Deal with yeah. it. Yeah, he obviously is. <laughs> Deal with it. Um, maybe make a new character. I've made tons and tons of different characters, and I have no qualms with starting a new character. It's fun. It's all fun. It's just a game. You know, you, you have to remember that. Um, but at the same time, I realized, well, I should probably play devil's advocate and kind of argue against myself. So I started to think... It works because you're wrong. Okay, okay yeah. Oh, wait, no. You're right. He is whining. Damn it. <laughs> um... So I started to think, well, maybe there's inconsistencies within um, the story itself that would apply to uh, his frustrations and make what he's saying more more valid and sound of an argument. So I, I realized, like, I needed to do some looking into this quest and, like, story and, and how the Ordinator's freaking out would tie into other quest lines the Temple gives you. And so I remembered a, a, a quest line with... Um, uh, it's called the False Incarnate, where the temple tells you to go literally politely ask this guy to stop claiming he's Nerevar Reborn. Which, according to the temple, is just utter blasphemy. Nerevar is one of their saints, and they don't like him being talked about like he's some reborn zombie guy. And they literally say that in one of their books. They equate people saying he's going to be reborn and remove the Enwa, which means outlanders, from the land as blasphemy, because he'd be like an undead. But in this quest, they don't flip a shit and just fucking kill the guy instantly, which is kind of what they should do, according to what they talk about. Yeah. 
Um, instead, they ask you as part of the temple, you're, I don't know what level you are at the time, maybe an acolyte or something. They say, please, go tell this guy to stop or kill him if he refuses. So if you have high enough speechcraft, you can be like, hey, you're not Nerevar Reborn. Come on, man. You know, you're you're just bull you're bullshit. Don't yourself. be such a cunt. And then he'll believe you and go, yeah, you're right. I, sorry, you know. Um, and so that shows that the temple will actually think about their actions. <laughs> they won't generally just lose their fucking mind and go ape shit on you um, if you're claiming you're Nerevar. Even if you're not a part of the temple. Um, whereas, like, if you put on this armor and you talk to one of the temple guards or the ordinators and you're fucking patriarch, you're the leader of these guards, this temple, they'll still try and kill you. Rhett, how does, from your perspective, how does that make sense? And I understand we've been drinking, so. <laughs> I understand that as well. <laughs> uh,. No, to me, it's just like, you were told. It doesn't matter who the fuck you are. If you're the patriarch, it doesn't remove you from the laws of the temple, which is okay. don't be a fucking dickwad. And this guy gave you this armor, and he's like, oh, hey, by the way, this shit's legit, but don't fucking use it in front of the other ordinators, or they're going to be fucking pissed off. Not only at you, but at me, because they'll know I gave it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and then this motherfucker goes and does it, and was he the patriarch when he put this on? No, he's just some guy. Yeah. So, first of all, right then and there. <laughs> so, that has no sympathy. <laughs> like, of, fuck you, motherfucker. Second of all, if even if he was the patriarch, like, I can understand a person being like, well, well if you're a patriarch, then, you know, like, you're all their boss. And it's like, yeah, but, like... Even, like, the President of the United States doesn't just, like, get a roll-up and fucking shoot a motherfucker in the face and take his wallet, you know? Like, yeah. If there are laws... Like, for example, the Pope. This is like a good the example. President can't fucking impersonate a police officer. Yeah, like, exactly. He can't go and put on a police officer's uniform and expect fucking, no ramifications yeah. whatsoever. A better example would be, like, the Pope, right? Because okay. he's, like, the patriarch of, the, of this world's temple. <laughs> and, uh... For like, for anybody to even re remotely respect the Pope, he's gonna follow the own rules and laws and regulations that he embodies. Mm -hmm. Because if he doesn't, then people are gonna doubt his word. Like his, you know, they're not gonna trust him as much. And the point of having a leader is sort of undone. Yeah, that's and, true. Because he's breaking... Especially, like, a spiritual leader. And technically, or... a patriarch isn't an ordinator. Yeah. So it makes no sense that he would wear it anyway, and I can understand why the ordinators would be pissed. They're like, you're supposed to be upholding our laws, like... Yeah. And you just fucking put this armor on when you tell everyone not to. Like, no exceptions. Sorry, you're dead. Like, yeah. And it's not like they're... They're probably also not thinking, like, let's check the paperwork and make sure that this guy really is the patriarch either. You know, they're just like, here's this fucking imposter yeah this piece of shit wearing our armor like not to mention you are an outlander so they already don't fucking like you <laughs> and i can imagine even if you became patriarch as an outlander that would piss a lot of fucking ordinators off regardless even though they all say they like you in the lore in, exactly. if, in, a, in a like i mean obviously this isn't real life <laughs> But, like, if you were to, like, make it a really fleshed-out world and turn it into a book or something, like, 
they would probably still be fucking pissed off at you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Brought you back to back to the right side. Like. Hey, I had to do it. I had to play devil's advocate. I mean, I, I see what you're I, I saying, you. though. I agree with you completely. And what I'm saying, there are valid points. Like, they make sense. But it's like, I feel like what you're saying makes more sense. Like, and, I, and I agree with Meat Sack or whatever. What's his meat, name? Meat Sim 1. Meat Sim. Uh, meat Bag. <laughs> I agree with Meat Sim 1. Uh, whoa. Meat Sim 1. Meat Sim 1. Go meet someone. Except it's it's spelled like like meat, like uh, mm. meat. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um. Well, meet Sim. Uh. I mean, I agree with you to a point. Yeah, me too. I don't know though. Like to me, it just seems would have been nice to get one warning or something. But I feel like the one warning is when the guy's like, "Dude, don't." Yeah. Wear this around an ordinator, like they're gonna just lose their shit. And you can still try to complete the main quest, um, and maybe that'll remove it. I've never done it. In fact, now when I go through the main quest, I'm probably gonna do it on this character. I'm just gonna make an extra save, put on the armor right before I can. You know, you get named uh, right right before your reputation is fixed again. I think it's right after you talk to Vivek, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right after you talk to him, the ordinator's uh, um, threat level is reset. So that might actually fix it if you do that. Um, and you shouldn't look at it like, oh, this sucks. Oh, my God. It's like, remember, you're playing a game. You're not at your job. Like, enjoy it. Yeah. Like, just play the game. It, it's All it's done is give you a new scenario that you have to work around. And I guarantee you, if you work around it, you'll, you'll probably... You'll enjoy it much more than just starting a new character. Yeah. Like... You don't have to start a new character. You can get through it. It's even though it sucks. If anything, like you need to just purchase a shit ton of invisibility scrolls or spells, you know. And if you need to, buy the fucking hundred twenty thousand gold ring that makes you permanently invisible. Like, and just wear that around in Vivek when you need to. Turn, put it on and off when you need to escape, and you're good. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I agree. I think one of the best parts about gaming in like the last, it seems like it's cropped up at like in the last 10 years is like been the, the rise of like the realistic thing where you only play with one save. That way there's no like, oh, I regret that decision. I don't like the way it turned out. Yeah. Like I started really getting into that with like Fallout 3. Oh my God. Also Mass Effect. Dude, Fallout, I did a playthrough of Fallout New Vegas hardcore no quick save. Like, you just fucking go. Well, I, I, okay, I would quick save, but I wouldn't go back. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't reload it. Yeah. I would just deal with what I did. It was amazing. It's fun It was, that like, way. one of the best experiences I've ever had. Yeah, because then you gotta, like, if you fuck up, like, you gotta fucking you to live with, with the ramifications. Yeah. And what happens is, like, your fuck up is fixed by a bigger fuck up, which then is fixed by a bigger fuck up, yeah, which is then fixed. Like, but it it's makes it like, really interesting because it takes you down paths you wouldn't take yeah. otherwise. It's like the leaning tower of fuck-ups. Yeah, but it, it it's what makes the games have a great replayability. And I've been playing um, this playthrough like that, too. Um, my mage character, um, who I cannot use... I cannot use any physical weapons. Like, the only weapon I can use is literally a conjured weapon. Because I'm a mage. 
Why would I use a sword like that isn't from the plane of oblivion? Come yeah, on, I'm a mage. Obviously. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that goes without saying. Why are you telling everybody like it's I don't a big know. deal? Foolish of me. Oh. But it's it's been awesome, like and I've had to deal with like the stupid shit that I've done. Like I, I tried I went to um what is it? There's a place you can go to the ghost gate and you can get like that it's like almost the full set of glass armor. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I'm gonna steal this. And I stole some of the pauldrons, and then, like, I went to steal, uh, like, the sword and the chest plate piece, and they caught me, and they flipped a shit, <laughs> and they sent me to fucking, uh, jail. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, now I gotta lockpick this shit out of my, fu- that fucking chest, the evidence. So I did, and I got, I ended up getting all of it, but it made it so much more interesting than just going, oh, wow, dang it, quick save, like, better just reload that. Yeah. Like, it actually, it, it just makes it so much more rewarding. Yeah, I agree. Because there's consequences to what you're doing. Yeah, you know, I feel like uh, one of my favorite, one of my favorite experiences is like the first time in Oblivion when you get taken to jail and you kind of have your option to like jailbreak a little bit. Yeah, that's like, not in Morrowind. Yeah, it feels so cool to it, do. I love that. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I've got almost, I've got almost a thousand hours into Oblivion and I've never actually escaped from the prison. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'd always break. Like, because I'd play, like, a mage character or something. Yeah. I just, like, wouldn't... I wouldn't be able to get out. You play mages a lot. I love the mage. It's my favorite class, because they're all the classes put together. It's just... It's every class compressed. I always feel like... And they're they're overpowered. Everyone's like, they're so weak. And I'm just like, you can fucking fly at, like, level one. Like, get the fuck <laughs> out of my face. You can... You can kill Umbra at level one with the fucking fireball thing you get. Like, <laughs> they're so broken. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I'm always drawn to like, I don't know, just like the regular like sword guys. Oh, just like the one hand. See, that always gets kind of like boring to me because it's like, oh, this who I play the like shit out of this guy, and then I win. I always like to think, how can I defeat these guys in a really clever way? Which reminds me. I've read a post where I've never fucking done this, but some guy was like, oh yeah, you can kill people by, you cast levitate on yourself, and then you cast levitate on your enemies, and they fly up to you, and then die from fall damage. Oh, I've done that, yeah. I've I've never done it. I was like, what the fuck? That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that shit. They just like float up to you and then die. Oh my god. You can also use it to just slow them down so they can't get up to you. Which is funny, because it's so much better than Burden. Burden is like, what's their strength? Oh, I don't know. So, like, if I cast Burden 100 points on them, will it fucking do anything? <laughs> I guess slow them down a little bit, but... Yeah, I don't mean that I'm, like, drawn to character, And I'm talking, like, every game. You know, like, not just Morrowind, but... I'm not saying, like, I'm drawn to, like, the fighter class or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. Just I like mean, don't get me wrong. I regular sword guy. I always have longsword and major or minor. Pretty much in any class that I, even in my wizard, I have an unarmored, or mage, I mean, I have unarmored and long, long blade. Like, it's just, it's what I use. I love the swords in that game. Although all I do is conjure a bound sword, and it just wrecks. That's what I thought was amazing for, I had level 45 conjuration at level 1 and I got bound sword, it cost 6 magicka. And it gives you 10 points to Longsword. So I only had 15 points. <laughs> and it does fucking 44 damage with a slash. Hell yeah. It. 
44 physical damage? I don't know, Lee. That just, that just breaks my immersion. <laughs> Shut the fuck doesn't feel like a real world. Yeah, right. You're right. It just doesn't feel real enough. No. Like, it's so fake. Yeah, I think that what they need to game do breaking. is when you encounter a game-breaking scenario, they should just come up and prompt you say, Hey, you're, you're breaking the game. We're gonna restart you from one of your saves because you you're you're breaking the game's mechanics. Or it's just gonna say you can't do this. Yeah, but not even the game says that. It's like real people from Bethesda come and like knock on your door. <laughs> They're all mad at you. Why are you doing that? Just stop. You stupid. Since we're talking about this, I'm gonna take the time to bash on um, Oblivion and, and Skyrim <laughs> with their fucking no kill NPC list. Fuck you. It's never really been an issue for me in my I playthrough on Skyrim. On Oblivion, so it often was. But on Skyrim, so far, it hasn't been um, a big deal. Like, I, I don't think really? I've run into that once. Until you're powerful enough and you're like, I'm going to go, fuck this. I'm skipping all these fucking stupid Civil War quests. I'm just going to go kill the Kingpin. I'm going to that guy that shouts people to pieces. What's his name again? What's his name? He's the leader of the... the Stormcloaks? Stormcloaks. Jarl, uh... Balgruff, or... No. No. That's... It's... that's No, I... But the Jarl of Windhelm? Jarl of Windhelm. I don't... I can't remember his name. You can't just go and kill the motherfucker. What the fuck is up with that? Yeah. It's fucking stupid. I guess I've never tried to do that. Yeah, I tried. And you want to know what happened? He was indestructible. And he fucking killed me. And it pissed me off, because I was, like, level 30. <laughs> fucking piece of shit. I get him down to one hit point, and he's like, Sorry, I just gotta stand up, because I got this crown thing over your cursor. Well, I'm sure if you did it the other way, too. Like, if you joined the Stormcloaks, and you had to go, like, kill the leader of the Imperials or whatever. Yeah, he's indestructible, too. Fuck that shit. Give him a static level. Make him level 50. All the time. Then you don't have to impose these really weird things of not being able to kill someone. Do you agree with the Stormcloaks or not? No, they're fuckers. Yeah. They're like Nazis. Yeah. Jesus. You talk to one of them for five minutes and they're just like, oh yeah, we need to get all these. They're like, they're like the, uh, the fucking Dark Elves in Morrowind. They're like, oh, we need slaves, but we don't want outlanders here. So we'll take them as long as there are slaves. <laughs> <laughs> That's They're funny. worse than the fucking, uh, the high elves. I fucking hate Stormcloaks. It's funny, because the first time I played through Skyrim, like, I got, like, halfway through the Stormcloak mission, and I never really thought about, like... And then I... it hit you. Yeah, well, I... <laughs> it did, You're but like, not hey, while I was I'm playing. for Nazi Germany. It wasn't while I was playing, though. <laughs> I was just thinking about it, and I was like, these guys are fucks. I was like, I wish I would have joined the Imperials now. <laughs> yeah, I... I actually, my first playthrough as a mage, I just, I fucking hated him. I, cause I, I was like, I'm gonna join the Stormcloaks, cause I'm not big on like, you know, giant, but, giant fucking civilizations just shitting on But people. see, that's the thing. That's the thing I thought about. I should have thought about it in the context of like, the history of Tamriel as I understood it. Because then I would have joined the Imperials right off the bat. Dude, the Imperials, like, they're actually awesome. What they want is for people to just get along. Yeah. And have peace. You know? Not to have one group suppressing another. Yeah. And the irony is they end up kind of suppressing people. Sort of. And yeah, they're kind of, I mean... 
but the the thing is they don't they wouldn't do it nearly as much as the stormcloaks would they would literally kick out every fucking race that was there or put them into slavery yeah like they're just they're fucking assholes like and i remember talking to our friend oliver about this cuz he's like oh i joined the stormcloaks and i'm like really you should you should spend some time talking to the Stormcloaks <laughs> before you join the Stormcloaks because they're fucking bastards. Uh. Well, it just, feel, it just felt, like, so epic, like, when you go into Windhelm and you, like, walk into the oh, castle. Oh, dude, yeah. Like, it feels epic. Trust me, because when I realized I couldn't just fucking kill that guy right off the bat, I was like, okay, I gotta finish these Imperial quests. So I did. And then when I went back, I was like, this time. You fucking bastard. Yeah. You racist piece of shit. Yeah. I'm ending you. But it's interesting because, like, I just naturally was all of a sudden, like, for the plight of, like, the people after their independence, you know, like, it's probably like the American in me was like, independence, yeah. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. To me, they're like, it's, they're like the Confederacy. Yeah. That's a better way of looking at it. Yeah. Not Nazi. Yeah. They're like the Because the way I looked at it was like the u.s revolution against england like that's the way i looked at it and i was like you you was you was you was s-k-y to them and they're like yeah i think that uh all the dark elves should be like burned on stakes and you're just like oh <laughs> i'm a dark elf <laughs> i'm a dark elf you fucking asshole it's like yeah you can work for us until we win and then we'll just fucking kill you or put you into slavery is that cool bro also, it's weird because I feel like my favorite race when I used to play Morrowind all the time was Dark Elf, but I feel like my favorite race now is Argonian. What's funny is I just... I always play Argonians I now. never... I, I think I played Dark Elf once, but I'm just... I mean, you know me, I'm a magic user, so it's like I gotta have that mana pool. So I'm either a Breton or a High Elf. And this time I was a Breton, and normally I pick um, the Apprentice, because those two cancel out. You, yeah. But you get all the extra magicka. This time I just picked the Mage, so I only get... It's basically like, if I have 200, or 100 um, intelligence, I got 200 magicka. But with the Kuros of the Savior's Hide, I have 110% magicka resistance. So I'm like indestructible to other mages. Yeah. And I love it, because I've rarely played like this, like having all of that magic resistance, but it's amazing. Because I can put on the boots of blinding speed with no repercussions. Yeah. I just fly fucking everywhere. Oh, it's glorious. I love it. <laughs> yeah. But I never I never even played a mage character outside of Morrowind. Really? Morrowind is like the only one that makes it worthwhile. Yeah, honestly, Skyrim's... I was so disappointed. Like, I love this effects. Like, the... Their, their, like, uh, their idea of taking uh, some of the artistic ideas from Bioshock... Yeah. Um, was great with, like, the hands, you know, like, the yeah. fire and stuff. It's just removing spell creation was just not okay with me. I mean, that was even in Oblivion. And Oblivion, to me, was subpar RPG experience compared to Morrowind. Yeah. Um, especially, like, Morrowind's a broken game. You can break it in many ways. Yeah. But, but, but Oblivion, like... It took that to another level. It's like, I'm level 30. Oh, every bandit has Daedric armor on. <laughs> like, if you have to have the mod community create a whole bunch of fucking shit yeah. to fix that. And the guard's hearing radius was, oh like, insane. Oh, my God. 2,000 units. It was, like, the entire fucking map. 
It was pretty huge, but it wasn't the entire map. It was. It, it might as well have been. They had a fucking network going. Yeah, for One sure. One guard would be like, oh, this guy over here, and it spans to all the other guards, and then that guard tells that guard, and that guard tells that guard, and then you're just like... Yeah, it's like you're out in the middle of nowhere, and you, like, kill someone you or steal something. You know how I that like, issue? How? Chameleon, 100%, all constant effect. I made yeah. a set of rings, and then I just run around stealing shit, and they'd be like, I'd go and talk to a guard, they'd be like, who's there? <laughs> the way they say it. And then, like, as soon as I took a ring off, they'd be like, it's you! The man that's been stealing everything! And they'd try and get me to go to jail. And then I'd, uh, refuse and then put the ring back on, and they'd have no idea where I was. You know the number one complaint I hear about Oblivion? What? 100% chameleon. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad it's the only way to fucking do it. Jesus Christ. Well, I guess you can have, like, the... No, I mean... Um, that's that. With, everyone with, always complains like they're like that's just so you get 100% chameleon and you literally can just go and like beat the game no problem like you don't even have to fight anybody well well, yeah that's that's the point of it like you don't have to fight anyone yeah <laughs> but I can see how people wouldn't like it like after I did that Am I the shortly only one? afterwards I stopped playing it because I was like well this character is like boring now and I hate the hearing radius on the guards but it was am, fun while it lasted. Am I the only one who, like, when there's something in a game, like if it's an item or, like, a uh, like an exploit of some sort that I just disagree with? Like, am I the only one who doesn't fucking do it? Because I put so many hours into Oblivion, and I heard that so often. Oh, as soon as I got, you know, 100% Chameleon, like, it was fun for, you know, the first couple days. And then... Well, yeah, it's like, I, And then I realized, like, the whole game had been ruined for me. And I'm like... I knew about 100% Chameleon, and I just didn't get it, because that's not how I wanted to play the game. Well, yeah. that's You were, like, hardcore role-playing. At the time, like, I just was... I already didn't really like Oblivion very much, because of the level scaling. This was when I was living in Eugene. Um, and I did that, and I was just like, you know... I don't like this game. I still like Oblivion. It's okay. I wish that it was, like, easier for me to, like, go and play it as it was Morrowind, or... Well, yeah, every time I go and play Oblivion, I just get, I think of the level scaling, the, the amount of level scaling that's in it, and it just turns me off immediately. And the funny thing is, is like, I think I probably mentioned, I don't know if I've mentioned it in as much detail as in other podcasts, but you're the one that convinced me to play Morrowind. And before I ever really touched Morrowind and took it seriously, like, all other playthroughs, not even playthroughs. Like, I'd play for, like, two hours and just be pissed. I'd be like, whatever, this game's dumb. Yeah. And I just wouldn't play it. I buy Oblivion. I'm hyped. I'm the guy that's on the forums before, two yeah. years before the game's fucking launched, constantly talking about it, how yeah. amazing it's going to be. It comes out, and I experience the game, and I'm like, the fuck is this shit? I'm pissed off. I hate the level scaling so much that I just, it like, it just drove me crazy. I couldn't believe it, and I finally, I was like, well, Rhett always talked about Marwin and said it was, like, the best game ever. It is. <laughs> so I boot that shit up, and I'm like, this game is way more balanced. I mean, it has its moments, like, I can obviously break it, but Jesus, like, it has level scaling, but it's not in your face. It's not. Like, if you get to level 20, you're gonna be able to kill the fucking creatures that they scale up to you. Yeah. It's not like Oblivion, where I remember my brother playing it. He decided to hold off on the main quest the whole fucking time. Yeah, I've never beaten Oblivion. Um, I've also never beaten Morrowind. Yeah, you, I know. I can't even believe that I've shit. I've never beaten Skyrim either. Oh my god, why? 
Why? The main quest, like, because the number one thing you hear, especially like Fallout 3, I've never beat Fallout 3 either. The main thing you hear about all of these games is, oh, it only took me eight hours to beat it. So then I go, oh, okay, I just won't do the main quest until I want to do it. It took me 13 hours my first playthrough on Fallout 3. Oh, well, literally, like, I was looking so forward to Fallout 3, and then it came out, and then people were like, oh, I beat it already on, like, the release day. And people were bitching about it. And I, you know, and I'm from the, I learned to love video games in the age of the 80-hour games. You know, like, uh, Final Fantasy VII, or like I was showing you Front Mission 3 the other day. Like, Uh literally known as the game that takes 80 hours or more to beat. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Like, I just love, like being able to sink a lot of time into a game and being able to do quests and, like, not just, like, repeat myself over and over and over. Like, there's only so much, like, you know, running around Damascus you can do as an assassin, like, fighting bitches or running around fucking San Andreas lifting weights and getting your hair cut to look like a rip motherfucker (laughs) or, like, doing gang wars or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Like, uh... But being able to do stuff that's, like, continually new and being able to, like, progress stuff, like, I don't mind sinking 20, 30, 40, 50 hours into something like that because it's going to be fun. It's going to be continually yeah. fun. That's why I like doing more think I think people were mostly upset with Fallout 3's ending because when it ended, it ended. And but with still. Fallout 2 and 1, that was okay because by the time you completed the main quest, you would put, like... 40 hours into it well fallout 1 i think it has like a time limit it has a time limit but it's you can extend it to the point where it's almost irrelevant oh can you yeah so like the thing about those games is like the main quest was much longer but what they were trying to do with fallout 3 was add a lot more of side quests that were in-depth and interesting because like my first playthrough i was definitely disappointed a little bit but the action and the way you could go about defeating enemies and, like, just the skill special system was so interesting to me because I hadn't played Fallout 1 or 2 yet. Yeah. Um, was that I, I just decided, I was like, well, this time I'm going to make an evil character and I'm going to go the same thing, but I'm going to steal a fucking everything because my first playthrough, I was super nice. I gave people shit all the time, so I, like, had nothing all the time. Yeah. First thing I did was blow up fucking Megaton. Get a whole bunch of fucking caps. Get that fucking apartment at Ten Pennies Tower, you know? Like a badass. And then you helped the ghouls. And then you helped the fucking ghouls, <laughs> right? And then you steal all the shit from those fucking high-class motherfuckers, right? Yep. So you take their stuff. Um, and then I realized, I was like, man, this game's fucking amazing. I was like, the main quest is just like, it's like the cherry on top. But so many people, I feel like, literally have the game playing. ruined because they beat it. That's stupid. And so this goes back to the chameleon thing. Like, I hear that, and I'm like, oh, I won't like that. So I just avoid it. It's not like I don't know how Morrowind ends. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like I've never been in a fucking Red Mountain or whatever. Not like I've ever been, not been in the Ghost Game. No, that, it's the best story they've ever made. It's great. It's and I know amazing. it in and out. But I didn't need to beat it to, like, be completely satisfied, because there's so much other shit to do. You know, Vivek pretty much has psychosis. That bitch is nuts. Mm-hmm. But he's a good person still. I love that character. Yeah, I... Because he, he has the balls and willingness to go, dude, you needed to go and destroy the heart. Like, I know we're tied to it, but goddamn. 
Like, Dagathur is becoming a fucked up bastard. Like, and he gives you the tools to do it. Uh, but if you read a lot of the stuff that he says, he contradicts himself a lot. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. He says he fucking... At one point, he'll be like, yeah, I killed Nerevar, basically. And then he'll be like, no, I didn't. <laughs> like, within the same fucking... Yeah. Like... Oh, that poor guy. They had no idea what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> oh, CV. Jesus. It's so amazing how powerful they got, though. That's what I love about that story. Those characters are so well fleshed out. Yeah. Great games. And I'm able to enjoy it without having beat the main quest, you know? Well, when I beat the main quest for Morrowind, it just, like, heightened the experience for me. Because of how well flecked, like, how fleshed out it was. Yeah, and I'm sure it'd be great. And maybe I'll, I'll maybe I'll you definitely do it. should. It's super, it doesn't ruin the game at all. Like, if anything, that's one of the main quests that just amplifies no, and, see, and the whole game experience itself. Because when you do it, you're like, that was fucking amazing. Like, I was a part of, like, a 3,000-year-old feud happening yeah. between fucking gods. Yeah. No. <laughs> and see, and that's... Morrowind was, like, before the age of short, uh, you know, main quests or whatever. Like, Oblivion's was way shorter. Skyrim's was way shorter. Fallout 3 is way Skyrim's, shorter. Skyrim's, to me, was pretty decently... I mean, and I liked the concept of Skyrim. Skyrim's main quest was was pretty cool, except for the whole like, oh, dragons, you know, like generic fantasy creatures. <laughs> <laughs> I love how much you hate generic fantasy stuff. It's so amazing. Uh, well, I love dragons and stuff, but to me, it started to become kind of like the zombie apocalypse of fantasy, like. They just started to throw, like, we don't know what to do. Oh, I know. Dragons! <laughs> Problem solved. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I kind of agree. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to go back to cooler problems. Well, have you read about how Oblivion was, like, that, that area was supposed to be? Like, their concepts for story and, like, lore? Like, they had, it was super fucking weird, like Morrowind. They had... Like, you know all the rivers and streams and stuff that connect to, like, the main area? There were supposed to be, like, I don't... The, the moth priests, you know? the Yeah, the blind moth priests. They were supposed to have their, like, funerals every, like, now and then down there. Where they'd, they'd ship the bodies, like, down the streams outside of the map. And they'd have the cloaked moth priests, like, walking past the stream. And it was supposed to be, like, really weird looking and alien. And then they just took it out. They just didn't add it. Instead, they were, they were like, no. There's a lot of stuff they didn't add Let's not in Oblivion. do this really fucking cool shit. I remember, like, um, the first, like, the, the Game Informer, like, feature on Oblivion. And there was, like, a lot of features that they didn't add. Yeah. I think that's where I, I read it about this Moth Priest thing. Could be. But, uh, what time are we at on there? 40 minutes. Pretty decent. You can keep going if you want, or we can stop, or... Uh... I don't know. What What do you think about that? We'll just talk about this and then call it good. About what? About them having the intention to make that world also unique, like Morrowind's, but then they pulled it out, kind of like... I mean, I understand why they did it. 
And ultimately, like, I understand that Bethesda is a business and they have to, like, make decisions that are going to, like, cater to the masses Except rather than that Marwin brought them out of bankruptcy. No, and, and I understand that. But the sales for Oblivion were probably a lot bigger than, uh, than Morrowind. Probably, yeah. Um, and also, like, name a single person who plays video games or claims that they own a console or whatever that hasn't played Skyrim, right? Yeah, that would be hard pressed so to, like, find Jesus. someone. Like, you, you talk to people and you're like, oh, I play Dungeons and Dragons. And, you, and they're like, oh, you're a fucking loser. You're a nerd. And then they're like, but I play Skyrim. And it's like, so yeah, I'm cool. It came from Dungeons and Dragons, you fucker. <laughs> yeah, well, and you know, that's the thing. Like, it, to them, it doesn't piece together. So you talk about Morrowind and why you like it. And it's like, I like the stats. I like the dice rolls. I like the, the immersive world experience. I like reading the books. I like the strange shit. The flora and fauna is really fleshed out. The world building is set apart from any other game that I've ever yeah. played. And they're like, is it like Skyrim? And you're like, yes. It is in a sense, except that like, if you swing your sword goes through someone and it does no damage, it's a miss. And I'm sorry that confuses you. Don't get me wrong. I love <laughs> Skyrim. And Skyrim, like Skyrim is a too, step yeah. back in the right direction, it I is, feel definitely. like. Totally, 100%. Yeah. Like, I always hate, my old roommate used to always chastise me. Uh, because I'm such a Morrowind fanboy, and Me when too. Skyrim came out, I was like, "Oh, dude, they like re-implemented the this. They re-implemented that. They brought it back to Morrowind like this." And he goes, "He's like, dude, just shut the fuck up. You're not gonna like Skyrim if you're constantly comparing it to Morrowind." And I'm like. Then it doesn't deserve me to like it if it can't fucking stand to me comparing it to its fucking predecessor. Yeah. Could you imagine a fucking person holding an iPhone 6 and they're like, oh, God, this is nothing like my iPhone 4 because it can't do this and that. Like, if they, if they limited the functionality of an iPhone 6 compared to an iPhone 4, you would lose fucking business. Yeah. It wouldn't. Be. So if it can't stand up to me fucking being like, oh, I still like this aspect of Morrowind more, and overall, I still like Morrowind. That's not my fucking fault. And yeah. that's what he was, he tried to make it sound like, it's your fault. If you can't enjoy the game, then it's your fault because you're comparing it to Morrowind. It's like, no. If it can't, literally. Honestly, like, I always just tell people, listen, I'm comparing it to Morrowind because there's actually more you can do in Morrowind. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I like Skyrim. The shouts are cool. Like, the story's fun. Time like... travel's always cool. It's hard to go wrong with that shit. Yep. Like, when you shoot a dragon in the sky and get it to half health, it fucking crash lands. When I first saw that shit, I was, like, creaming my pants. I was yeah. like, this my is fucking My first dragon awesome. fight, I was like, this, this is, is so amazing. So awesome. Yeah, I know. So cool. And then you fucking steal their soul. Like, even better. You know, awesome shit. But in the end, if... I always end up playing Skyrim, and I'm like, oh, I got this cool shit. Oh, I need to go... Oh, man, I can't do that here. I can do that in Morrowind. Well, I better boot up Morrowind. And that that's just what happens. Because it's like, in Morrowind, I can find the boots of blinding speed, cast Levitate, and fly. You can't do that in Oblivion or Skyrim. So, of course, I'm going to always be comparing the, those two to Morrowind. Because Morrowind's out, considered outdated graphic-wise. Yet, if you were to try to port Mar uh, like Morrowind into Skyrim's world, you'd literally be left with, like two-thirds of the content. That's it. Like, you, you, there'd be a, this whole part of Morrowind that you'd never experience. Yeah. And this is kind of like, 
I'm saying this about Skywind, because I've read people, they're like, oh, finally I'll get to relive Morrowind. No, and you fucking won't. It'll be cool to see it. Yeah, but you won't be able to fly. You won't be able to wear, have the shoulder pads unless they fucking add that shit in. Like, there's so much content that they're going to have to add that 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 game, if they're really going to make it like Morrowind, won't be done in 20 years. And then by then, it'll be outdated. And fucking Elder Scrolls Six will be out. Or that seven. felt like what happened to More Oblivion was when they tried to redo that. It felt like that the project got outpaced by the... What they need to do is just work with the engine that is out, which is what uh, Tamriel Rebuilt is doing. They're just remaking the whole of Morrowind, because right now... When you play on Morrowind, you're only playing on Vardenfell. It's a peninsula. It's just a tiny... It's fa- an island. Or, it's a, or, yeah, it's an island in, like, the peninsula or whatever. Is that the right word? Fuck, what's a peninsula? Uh, peninsula is like Florida. It's the opposite of what you're thinking. Oh, so it's like a jut. This like, is it goes like a, out. It's a, uh... It's like in the... What is that, then? It's like a big bay. A like... bay! What's <laughs> <laughs> the fucking word? Yeah. So it's like in a bay, like Vardenfell is in the bay of actual like Morrowind, which like a like jut. holds it. What the fuck? It juts out. <laughs> yeah. How dare you laugh at me? Uh, it does, doesn't it? Well, that's what that's what Florida does. It juts out. It's like Morrowind. that's a peninsula. peninsula. It's like a big gulf. There you go. The gulf of Mexico. But anyway, um, yeah, they're recreating, like, the entirety of Morrowind, which is what Bethesda wanted originally. They wanted the whole Morrowind area, but instead you just got Vardenfell, which yeah. is where most of the action takes place. But um, Tamriel Rebell is actually working on the whole world, and they've been working on it since the game's release. Yeah. And they're, like, I think they're, they're like, halfway through most of the worlds, or, like, that, I mean, that region. Like, they, I think they have one region complete with, like, NPCs. But for the most part, most of it's built. Yeah. Um, that's what people need to focus on. I really wish, like, Skywind and Mara Oblivion would have put their resources into that. Because eh. I don't fucking care about having physics. It's somebody else's pet project. I yeah. mean, you can't say that the one person's idea is, you know, because, like, whatever they want I to will say on. one person's idea is better. <laughs> Sorry. But at the same side, it's like... We don't even have, remotely have the skills to be able to do what those people are doing. And if that's where their heart is, like, who's to yeah. say that, oh, well, that's a waste of time. You know, you can't say that. You can say, yeah, sure, Tamriel Rebuilt is a better idea and probably ultimately a better project. But yeah. you can't say that it's a waste of time because that's what that person wants to do. Yeah, that's true. If they're getting enjoyment out of it, then. And it'll still be cool. You Like, don't lie and say you're not going to play Skywind. I'll try it, but then I'll just be like. If if I can't fucking levitate or have like one, you're not cauldron, gonna be able to. Well, fuck this shit. I'm just gonna play Morrowind. Fuck. I'm sorry. There'll be other shit that you'll be able to do, and yeah. it'll be cool to see. Like you're, it'll be cool to see it. I'm not the, saying it's gonna the, be uh, Dragavarine. The the you'll be you'll have shouts and be Nerevar reborn. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Who knows? I'm not saying I think it's the best idea ever. I'm just saying, like... 
I just don't want people to play it and be like, well, this is the Morrowind experience that they're going to. No one's going to gonna fucking... Okay, you're right. People are going to do it, but we can't stop them. I can't, yeah. That's what I It's like people are like, finally, I'll be able to experience Morrowind. And I'm like... Just go just fucking play Morrowind. it, you lazy piece of shit. The game's like three bucks. <laughs> like, whenever it's, it's on sale. It's cheaper if you get it in box now, actually. On Steam, it's like 20 bucks. But if you go and actually buy it box version, it's cheaper. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> You just wait but for it to go on sale. Just wait for the summer sale, and it'll be like $3. Yeah, yeah. just buy it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. We got them pretty good. So, yeah, that's, uh, I think we'll close out here. This is the, uh, I think we agreed the fifth, the sixth episode. It is zero, the sixth, episode is, zero 05. Zero 05, yeah. <laughs> Why we did this to ourselves. Maybe we'll just say it's the fifth episode then. Yeah, we'll just, it's fifth, fifth episode. Of a game at dinner. Thanks for listening. Uh, we were kind of drunk doing this one, so I apologize if... No, we weren't. Yeah, we were really sober the whole time. Uh, it's not only noon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah but, but feel free to hit us up on Reddit. I operate under the handle Re- as awesomely is a game at dinner underscore air. Which stands for awesome internet radio. Bada bang, it sure does. Please can... visit that website. Yeah. There are other cool podcasts like Cinnaman. That is a cool podcast. It is. What's the other one? Duel of Taints. Duel of Taints, which was the first one Rhett started, yeah. Uh, and this one that we have here, A Game at Dinner. There's also another one called Thaddeus. What is... Are you serious? Yeah, did serious. What the fuck is it about? We also have another podcast called Andy Brothers. Well, you didn't answer my question. We have five podcasts. What the hell? <laughs> uh, Thaddeus is uh, Kane and his old high school buddies uh, just like bullshitting and like telling stories. Why Thaddeus? I, that name rings a bell. Who did we call Thaddeus? Uh, everyone called me Thaddeus in high school. It was, yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to ask Taylor. He's the one who came up with it. What the fuck? It, I think like there was a, like an episode of Hey Arnold, and they're like, "Oh my god, that guy's real name is Thaddeus," and like people made fun of him. And Taylor hey was like, "Arnold, yeah." And Taylor's like, "I'm gonna call you Thaddeus, football head." Exactly. The, the McCain, fucking black kid. <laughs> they had a uh, his Cylinder name was Gerald. Hair. Gerald Cylinder Hair. Yeah, like Marge. From The Simpsons. Oh, dude. I really have to use the restroom. That's fine. We've said all we needed to say. Yeah. That's Lee. I'm Rhett. A game at dinner. Thank you for listening. By the way, that's also a book in Morrowind. You gotta love Sanguine. Yep. Alright. Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye-bye. Just hit stop.